Thank you for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Today, guest speakers Peter and Cynthia Shepard will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. of a wall. Today, we don't have the same cultural things that they did. So the wall back then was their safety. That's where they hid when enemies would come. That would also protect them from weather, from wild animals, from opponents that could easily enter or cause a great trouble. So this wall was very important to them. And what it represented to them was shame that their city wasn't built up. So it was like their people was broken down. And this broke Nehemiah's heart. Peter and Cynthia will teach us the story of Nehemiah. We start off by seeing his heart breaking for his people. God filled him with compassion before the fact that Jerusalem's walls were down. The Jews were both unsafe and humiliated. Jesus also sets that same example for us to work out of compassion for his people. Stick around after today's message. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here are Peter and Cynthia with today's message. We are very privileged to be here in front of you tonight, as we know a lot of you and some that we don't know. Uh, Pastor Robert said, my name is Peter Shepard, and this is my beautiful Bible babe, named Cynthia Shepard. <laughs> We've been blessed to be part of this congregation for the past, uh, well, I've been here for the past three years. We incorporated Cynthia uh, back in May 2015 when we got married, uh, which was uh, wonderful, and it's been, it's been great serving here and being part of the family here. It feels like home, and we're we're so privileged to be part of that. So if you guys want to uh, go ahead and grab your Bibles, we're going to be in the book of Nehemiah tonight. And I'm going to forewarn you a little bit that we're going to be all through the book of Nehemiah. <laughs> <laughs> I prayed about it, and we prayed about it, and we're asking God, oh, should we just do, you know, grab a couple verses? But he really has this message, I believe, for all of us to hear about this call this sacrifice in our lives that we need to make for missions. And so we're going to be all throughout the Bible, but I make sure that we're going to put it in a timely manner. So both Peter and I have felt called by God to surrender our life to missions, to do his work. And even now we want our lives to be intentional in what Jesus has commanded us to do by saying, go out and make disciples of all nations. So tonight we're gonna look at the book of Nehemiah, as Peter said, and how God has given us an example of a surrendered service. Both Peter and I can see how God has intertwined his perfect will into our lives to serve him. Neither one of us knew from when we were young, but God knew and God has been working in our lives and preparing us since a very young age to serve him in missions work. Similar to how God was preparing Nehemiah to serve him in restoring Jerusalem. So we're excited to share both about Nehemiah and mix in our story with our church family. 
So to give a little background, the book of Nehemiah uh, opens in the Persian city of Susa in the year of 444 BC. Later that year, Nehemiah travels to Israel, leading the third of three returns by the Jewish people following their 70 years of exile in Babylon. If you guys remember the book of Daniel, which in the canon comes up later, but it's actually happened before. Sometimes that gets a little confusing in our minds. And so that's one thing I want to make sure that we, we understand tonight. So in the previous chapters of, before Nehemiah, there's Ezra, and he goes with the two early returns of the Jewish people to Jerusalem. This is a narrative that uh, concludes basically in the year 430 BC. This is the last of the historical books of the Old Testament. And it's really interesting, as we'll, we'll go in a second, to understand that Nehemiah was a cupbearer of the king. So what that is, just a servant of the king, something that's not too similar in our culture today, but basically a layman. He was a, a servant, but he was put in a, in a high position being able to serve the king. So tonight, like I mentioned, we're going to cover the whole book, but uh, I want you guys to go ahead and fasten your seatbelts, and we're going to start with Nehemiah 1.1. So if you guys can all turn to Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hekeliah, and bear with my pronunciation, it came to pass in the month of Chislev, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days as I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. So Nehemiah, of course, was heartbroken, right? He heard about his land, his people, and that their wall was torn down. There are a couple things that are important to look at when we hear that. First of all, the importance of a wall. Today, we don't have the same cultural things that they did. So the wall back then was their safety. That's where they hid when enemies would come. That would also protect them from weather, from wild animals, from opponents that could easily enter or cause a great trouble. So this wall was very important to them. And what it represented to them was shame that their city wasn't built up. So it was like their people was broken down. And this broke Nehemiah's heart, right? And the same thing God does to us. He shows us things in this world, around our families and our cities, and he gives us compassion for something, right? In the New Testament, we read all the time that Jesus was moved with compassion. Jesus moved with compassion. It's the same thing here. God was working in Nehemiah's heart, moving him with compassion for his people. So according to the report that Nehemiah received, the remnant in Jerusalem, the wall, was shamed, and a city was broken. The Jews who had returned to their homeland were both in unsafe conditions and humiliated at living in a destroyed city. So we're going to keep going in verse 5. Yeah, that reminds me, it makes me think of like a country without borders. That's right. So if the country had no borders and there was no protection, no military, nothing defending you, anybody can just come and go and take advantage however they wanted. That's right. So we'll continue in chapter 1, verse 5 through 11. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. 
Both my father's house and I have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commands, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the farthest parts of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Now these are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name and let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. So once again, you can see how Nehemiah is just pouring out his heart to the Lord, right? You can imagine this guy in this humble state on his knees and just crying out to the Lord. And I'm sure many of us have been in a similar situation uh, when we see something that moves with compassion or even when we're asking God to move in our own lives and to help us through different situations. So we see from that first passage that first the wall was torn down and that then Nehemiah had great compassion for this and was crying out to his father for it. And likewise, we all have areas in our lives where we can see things and be compassionate about or have passions in our life. For myself, I remember from a young age that I was fascinated by life being brought into this world. The intriguing beauty of a baby being formed within a woman led me to pursue a career in nursing. I wanted to be a part of the process of life entering the world and supporting that life by educating and teaching moms. My greatest passion is for maternal and child health, but I'm also extremely compassionate for all the sick. God has placed a special interest in me to teach health and wellness, to prevent people from succumbing to sickness, and when needed, the skills to help care for the sick. I know that all my dreams, desires, education, my career experiences, they've all been a training ground for his work. I, before I was ever saved, I used to think I wanted to do nonprofit work in South America. And I thought maybe Doctors Without Borders or something to that effect. However, once I got saved and I've been on some short-term trips, I can see that even with the small knowledge that I have as a nurse, that it's so great in areas where there is no health care, where they have nothing. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.